Welcome back to Proactive. I'm joined on the line now by the CEO of Magnetite Mines. It is Tim Dobson. Tim, a very warm welcome to you and some big news out earlier today. You have updated your mineral resource estimate at the Iron Peak deposit. Perhaps you'd like to give us a quick summary. Yeah, great. Thank you, Tom. Um, pleasure to be here and a pleasure to talk about this release that we've made today. It's actually the culmination of a couple of years of hard work by the team. Uh, Iron Peak is one deposit in our wider Razorback iron ore project. Um, it was long ago observed that it had high grade, but it was quite a small deposit and, we, and the company had been focusing on the much larger Razorback uh, Ridge and Razorback West deposits, uh, which are quite substantial in volume. However, a follow-up drilling campaign um, last year uh, confirmed what had been observed by our geologists. That this, is, this is in fact a much higher grade deposit than, than the wider Razorback uh, deposits um, and also is, is larger than we thought as well. So this has provided quite a significant shift. And in the release, I refer to this as a turning point for the company. Um, so what we have now is uh, over half a billion tonnes in Iron Peak alone, but with a significantly higher grade than the rest of the Razorback project. Now, why is this important? Well, with very large projects, and in fact, any mining projects, it's a well-proven strategy uh, that if you start up your mine with the highest grade possible, and this is often targeted, you have a more successful economic result. Because during startups and ramp-ups, it's the most critical time uh, for projects to, to find their economic legs um, uh, during the ramp up period. So by having a high grade deposit to start the project on uh, significantly de-risks uh, the, the ramp up operations from a financial perspective. So this is why we're so excited and we actually had a, a very good market response uh, to that news today. Fantastic. So what does this mean in terms of the timeline, Tim? Well, we, we've, uh, we said in September last year that we uh, will performing a series of optimization studies. And this is actually a part of that work. And that in March, we'll uh, set out our new larger scale project plan. Uh, we're on track to do that. Um, so in March, we'll have defined the way forward for a single go forward position, which is now likely to include uh, the Iron Peak uh, featuring early in the mine life, if not the very start of the mine life. Um, that work is now being run through with our engineers at the moment. From there, we'll have uh, a period of optimization of that single go forward position to move it for, to a definitive feasibility study. Um, now, we'll be clear on that time frame in the March announcement when we're ready to do that. Um, we're, we're working through those numbers at the moment. So we're actually on track to what we said we would do in September last year. Thanks, Tim. So just how important is it that this project is in South Australia? Um, well, it's actually a really good point, Tom. South Australia is a proven mining jurisdiction, so it's very attractive to uh, regional investors around the Southeast Pacific region, particularly uh, steelmakers. Uh, Australia has always been a strong source of iron ore for Southeast Asia. South Australia in particular has improving credentials, particularly when it comes to the decarbonisation agendas. Uh, the state has, has increased its renewable energy footprint from 1% generated uh, to 70% generated in the last 15 years and is well on track to be 100% renewable energy on the grid within the next few years. What, did, what does that mean? Well, uh, we can start up our mine connected to that grid and have a zero carbon footprint in terms of our energy consumption. So that's critical. And then on top of that, the South Australian government has now committed uh, $600 million to uh, what I would call a, a seed um, hydrogen energy uh, industry to really demonstrate the technology and establish it in the state 
and grow from there. Now, hydrogen is used for energy production and storage, but it's also used for direct reduction in the green steel making scenario. So South Australia has not only all the magnetite and renewable energy, but we'll soon have the hydrogen, which is all the ingredients that we need for a green steel industry. So South Australia is, is actually the place to be. Understood, thank you, Tim. Um, I would be interested to know if you could just uh, set out what you think the potential upside for the company is for this. Well, the reason I was attracted to this and I joined as CEO in August last year was actually the immense scale of the project. Um, and you know, our current shareholders have heard this many times and uh, we've had many long-term shareholders that have seen this long-term potential and very large scale potential of this deposit. So we currently have now with this new update, we've now tipped over 6 billion tonnes of uh, iron ore in the resource categories of indicated and inferred across our across our tenement packages. That's a massive amount. And, um, and this is only a small part of the Braemar iron formation in South Australia that we all, uh, that we uh, hope and intend to open up by developing the Razorback project as the first flagship operation. And this iron peak deposit now is going to be uh, the, I guess the key uh, financial uh, way into that um, due to its high grade. Understood. And just one final question from me, Tim. Is there anything that you think investors, either current or future, need to understand better about magnetite? If you're talking about magnetite, the mineral, of course, magnetite's having its day in the sunshine now. Magnetite's been processed for about 150 years globally, but it's certainly been in the shadow of the big expansion of hematite, which is the alternative iron ore mineral over the last few decades um, as, as um, lower and lower grades of hematite have been processed in, in coal burning blast furnace facilities for decades. That now has to shift in a hurry. All of the global steel makers are now committed to decarbonizing. They can no longer use blast furnaces, which means they can no longer use low grade iron ores. And this is where magnetite is now having its day in the sunshine. We are already seeing premiums for high grade iron ores including magnetite concentrates going up. But most importantly, we're seeing premiums for direct reduction grade products, which we uh, have just shown um, with this Iron Peak release that we can produce um, extremely high uh, premiums already being, in fact, just late last year, they tipped over $100 a tonne for direct reduction pallet premiums over and above the current iron ore price, which is around $125 a tonne at the moment. So you can see, you can see the potential for where um, this is going and where um, Magnetite Mines as a company is, can take this project. And just on when I talk about the 6 billion tonnes that we already have in resources, in today's announcement, we also produced uh, an exploration target or an announced an exploration target. And it was quite, quite a conservative one. Um, and it ranges up to 26 billion tonnes uh, just in our tenements alone around the Razorback project. So you can start to see the type of scale and longevity that a project uh, will will carry uh, once we get it up and running. Well, the very best of luck to you, Tim, and thank you very much for joining me today on Proactive. Absolute pleasure, Tom. Thank you very much.